RGC podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are your hosts, Anne and Kelsey, and this is Cover, cover to, to cover. cover. Oh, I say it every time, Anne, but it's so good to be back. I know. I really, honestly, like I miss being here all the time. And like now, like with the lights low and dim, if, if you want to see, you can check out our YouTube channel. Oh yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> we're recording this. But it gets so ambiance and it's so nice. You literally like took the word out of my head. I was about to say like the ambiance. The ambiance. is awesome. <laughs> Not to mention purple, yellow, and green. Love it. Pity there's no pink. I mean, kind of like towards reflection of the cup. Okay, fine. Purple is like an off shade of pink if you think about it. I love purple. I love pink. No. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your like week? Oh my gosh. I want to talk about my weekend. Okay. It was amazing. Okay. I went to go visit my husband in Fort Worth. Oh, how nice. Yes, it was super nice. I mean, we went to the Cheesecake Factory to go eat. I've never been to the Cheesecake Factory. Oh my gosh, you need to go get the carrot cake. Oh my gosh. And let me tell you that they give you like, it was like a giant piece of like, so it's not like some cake. wimpy slice. It's like a big No, piece. it's Ooh. like, you better be hungry. Like, it was huge. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I left some there for my husband. Um, and it was just, it was such a fun time. And for you Cowboys fans out there, I went to see a Cowboy game. Didn't they win? Yes, they oh. won. <laughs> it was so fun. I like to say that it was because I was there. Oh. <laughs> But it was so much fun, and I don't know, it was just so enjoyable, and me and my husband having two rambunctious boys, like, <laughs> we really... Um, oh, so your boys went? No, 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 they didn't. Oh, okay, I thought they went. No, 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 this was a me and him thing, and it was really nice, because it was good. me and him. You need alone time with him. Yes, definitely, it was, it was so funny, and so fun, and it was just... An F-U-N time. It was just fun. That's nice. What about you? How was your weekend? As you know, I had a death in the family. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's it's fine. I want (laughs) to say it's fine. It's fine. But the whole weekend it was raining. Yeah. It was. (laughs) I don't want to laugh. But it was like my sister went to the funeral in heels. (gasps) And we were at the cemetery. And then she was wearing flats. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) Uh, my mom got the car stuck in the mud. Oh, my good. We had to call AAA. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. Uh, it, okay, but besides that, I had family come in from out of town. Okay. It was very nice to see them. I hadn't seen them in a long time. My uncle and aunt came in from El Paso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my cousin's side of the family, because it was my cousin's mom. Okay. Their, her brothers and sisters came down from, like, Dallas, Austin, wow. Cincinnati. Whoa. Yeah, like, it, it, it was nice to see everybody again. Um, but they did watch the, the Cowboys game. Nice. <laughs> I didn't. I was in my room. <laughs> oh, Kelsey, I could have waved. I was watching Game of Thrones. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard everybody screaming, so I'm like, oh, they must be doing good. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to be fair, um, only because we had tickets. Uh-huh. Because usually I'd probably be watching something to Game of Thrones, Vampire Diaries, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was nice to see everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have something stuck in my throat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This. Yeah. Uh, it was so, I'm so grateful that I got to see everybody. Grateful. Well, speaking of grateful, 
Would you like to talk about your grade four reads, Kelsey? Yes. All righty, let's go. On my first topic, my book, the first book I want to talk about is Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. It's such a cliche thing for me to say, <laughs> but I was the biggest Twilight fan in, back in the day in it. I mean, I still am. I love Twilight. But, like, I was the kind of Twilight fan that I had the movie tickets a week in advance. Oh, okay. I wasn't... <laughs> for the midnight premieres. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Burger King had, like, Twilight cups during the new moon release. Um, no, they I don't had remember. a poster on their drive through window of like Edward, Jacob, and Bella. Uh huh. I begged them for me to have it. And did they give it <laughs> they to you? Oh, of course me. they did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the first book in the Twilight series, Twilight, is where we are introduced to a 17 year old Isabella or Bella Swan mm-hmm. who moves from Phoenix, Arizona to Forks, Washington. She is endangered after falling in love with Edward Cullen. A 103-year-old vampire frozen in his 17-year-old body. That is the cheesiest thing I've said. (laughs) Speaking of Twilight, real quick, I want to intercede. Were you an Edward fan or a Jacob fan? Because there was this whole thing of, like, I remember, oh, no, if you could like Edward, you can't like Jacob. I was a Team Edward fan. Of course, sparkly. I I had a t-shirt in middle school that said, I like my boys to sparkle. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. How many books do you think are in the Twilight series in it? Six. You think there's six? I think there are eleven. Omg! Wow. <laughs> there are eleven books, and I have almost all of them. Omg! Which ones are you missing? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's Twilight. Okay. New Moon. Mm-hmm. Eclipse. Okay. Breaking Dawn. All right. Midnight Sun. Uh huh. Life and Death. Have you heard of that one? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Short Second Life of Bree Tanner. I've heard of that one, but I've never read it. The Official Illustrated Guide. No. <laughs> the Twilight Graphic Novels. Oh. There is, there is one, okay, there is one New Moon graphic novel. Okay. The second one was never released due to publishing issues. Oh. The one I'm missing is the first one, the first New Moon graphic novel. I don't have that one. But you have the other one? I have the other ones. No, no, no. I have, like, the first two uh, Twilight books. Cause okay. Because Twilight was made into two graphic novels. I have those. And then New Moon mm-hmm. was supposed to be into two graphic novels, but they never released... Like, the second part of it. Oh, okay, okay. It was just, like, the first part. They never released the second one. You are definitely a true fan, I will say that. I (laughs) thought I was, but wow. It gets worse. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Midnight Sun is just Twilight, like, retold in Edward's point of view, right? Yes. Okay, I was... I bought Midnight Sun. Right. And then I had... Twilight open in one hand and Midnight Sun open in the other hand, and I was reading him at the same time. Like, comparing. I'm like, oh, that's what he was thinking when she did this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, please tell me that you took notes. I know. Okay. That's all I was waiting for, honestly. <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you why I'm grateful to this series in it. Okay. Tell okay. Me. Mm-hmm. When I was in middle school, my grandfather was diagnosed with colon cancer. Right. And during this time, this is when, you good? There is, is there a hair on your mic? Something. Sorry. 
Uh-huh. It's okay. <laughs> and during this time, this is when the Twilight books were released. Right. And my brother actually introduced me to the first one because the girl he was dating at the time got him into it. Of course. But then they broke up, but I kept writing. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember those nights at the hospital, like, in the, the, like, the waiting room. Right. I read all the books. Wow. Well, the ones that were released at the time. But, like, I think of, like, middle school. I think mm-hmm. of my grandpa. And I think of Twilight. Nice. My grandpa actually beat colon cancer. That's great. Yeah. And I, I had a teacher at the time, uh, Miss Delgado. Okay. <laughs> she didn't help with my Twilight obsession. Why? She's the, I gave her the money. She's the one that got me the Twilight ticket. Of course she did. She did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Twilight, and then came Godchild. What is that? Godchild by Kuroi, Kuroi Yuki. Godchild, okay. This series is unfortunately not in our collection. Oh. But you can check them out through the interlibrary loans, which can be requ- requested through our ILL program. Help me. Ooh, interlibrary loans. Okay, this is so excited to talk about only because interlibrary loans means that if we don't have a book, let's say Godchild, for example, mm-hmm. we can we go through all these other libraries that are also involved in the interlibrary loan thing all over Texas. That is really cool. And whoever has Godchild will tell us, yes, we have it. And in about, I'll say, it's a give or take thing, depending on how close they are, but about two weeks, you'll have that book. You can check it out. You have it for a whole month. A month? A month. Ooh. Okay, and then you just bring it back to the library and we return it. It's the same thing as checking out a book, except it's coming from somewhere else. That's really cool. Yeah, and I love it because, I mean, it's like Texans helping Texans because... (laughs) You know, it's all our libraries together as one to grow a collection, which is great. So this book is actually a manga. Do you know, oh, yes. You, you know what manga is? Yes, I know. A Japanese manga. comic book. The first time I read a piece of this manga, I'm about to age myself here. Okay. <laughs> was in the early 2000s mm-hmm. anime magazine called Shoujo Jump. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. Shoujo manga is an editorial category of Japanese comics targeting an audience of adolescent females and young adult women. Mm. Shoujo manga is like aimed towards women. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, they featured a single chapter in this magazine. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was, I was hooked. Nice. I have all eight books. Oh my gosh. <laughs> of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> The manga series is set in Victorian England, and it follows Kane, a wealthy young man, his younger half-sister Meriwether, and their butler Riff, as they try to solve murder mysteries around London. Oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. There's romance, horror, mystery, and so much more. It may not be appropriate to all readers. Of course. Because the fourth book was actually shrink-wrapped at Barnes & Noble when I bought it. Oh. But it's not, it's... It's like a, it, it's a murder mystery. Oh, okay, okay. But if you're okay with, like, some graphic content, I mean, I recommend it. Oh, yeah. Um, my mom had to approve when I bought it. Like, she was there. Oh, <laughs> like, can you sign off on this Like, book? Barnes & Noble was like, is that your mom? I'm like, yeah. I was yeah. like, can she say you can get it? Yeah. Um, when I, okay, so this book, I'm grateful to this series because when I was little, okay, my sister is 10 years older than me. Right. I need to preface this. She's 10 years older than me. So when mm-hmm. I was 8, she was 18. Right. 
So she went to college when I was eight. Okay. And we would take a lot of road trips to Corpus Christi when she was in college mm-hmm. to go visit her, go have like fun, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would read these mangas in the back of my grandma's minivan. Okay. With one of those little like clip-on light things from Dollar Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love those. And I don't know, like I feel like this manga series like shaped me into the person I am today because I love murder mysteries. Nice. And it, to this day, I think it's a crime that this manga was never turned into an anime. Aww. I love anime, by the way, also. I do, too. I'm a nerd. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that book sounds awesome. It's so good. Do you want to borrow it? I have them. Yeah. Well, since you have the whole series, why not? I would love okay, to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think it's your turn. I think I've talked enough. <sighs> okay. So my very first grateful read, and I know this is going to sound funny, but let me explain, is The Little Red Hen. Explain. Okay, so The Little Red Hen, my, my journey started reading it in Head Start. Aww. Yeah, so my Head Start teacher, Missy Barra, RIP, I loved her so much. Yes, she uh, read us the book, right? Aww. And I don't know, I was like hooked, like instantly. And this was, I am yet to find this book, okay? What do you mean? Like, I... I had it. My mom had bought it for me. Uh-huh. I remember what it looks like. Uh-huh. Lord knows what happened to it at my mom's house. But I want that version of it. Like, because there's so many versions, like, right? Like the newer versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I want that one. Like and the I, OG one? Yes, and I've yet to find it. I'm looking for it. If anybody knows, please let me know. But, like, that's where my reading journey began with that book. Like, that was my whole preface. I would read it back to front to tell you that I was already in middle school mm-hmm. and I would still go back to that book. Oh. Yes. It was like, I mean, it just, that was my first, like, oh, I love books. You know, it was Red so Hen. cute. Yes. Oh, are you tearing up? Yes. I freaking, <laughs> like, if you could see me right now, like, the huge <laughs> smile on my face. Like, oh, it was just Aww. amazing. And I still love it to this day. Like, if I could find that one, like, oh, my God. Like, you have no idea. It would be How amazing. <laughs> yes. So, for those of you that might not know what Little Red Hen is about. Explain, please. I don't know yes. what it is about. <laughs> it's a classic storybook for all young readers and a cautionary tale for lazy ones. Little Red Hen is a time-tested tale about how we reap what we sow. When the Little Red Hen asks a cat, dog, and other friends for help planting some wheat, she gets no takers. No, say the animals. (gasps) Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, everybody, that she, she gets them at the end, and that's the greatest part of the story. I do love a redemption. Yes. My next grateful read is A Wrinkle in Time. Okay, I've never read this book, and I, I saw, I didn't see the movie, but I saw advertisements for the movie, and okay. I'm like, I was like, oh, that's a book. Yeah, <laughs> okay, this one too. Um, I love, I, I mean, the new version isn't too much of a difference of the old version, Okay. but I don't like the cover of the new version. I don't think I've ever seen the cover of the new version. I will show you. It's the cover of the movie. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. And I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. I love the movie, too. Did you hear that truck? 
Yeah, I did. I wonder if they caught that on the recording. I have no idea. <laughs> um, but like I was saying, the I love the old one. It is so pretty. Like the cover attracts me. Mm-hmm. Like don't ask me why. A lot of people are probably like, huh? Like the ones that have seen it, but there's just something about the is old it like cover mystical and like that mysterious? I love. Do you know what it reminds me of? What does it remind um, you? It reminds me a little bit of. Um, have you ever seen like old time movies of witches? And, like, their book covers. Okay. Kind of like that. That's what it, I think of. Okay. Like, if you were presented, like, you're a beginner witch, whatever, and I go, here's So you're, you're giving me, like, a, like a spell book or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's it's just, I don't know. It just attracts me. It's, mm. I don't know. Maybe it's the colors because it's, like, a goldish yellow. Ooh. Like, it's just pretty. It's really pretty. I'll look it up later. Yeah. But I love A Wrinkle in Time. Only because it's one of those reads that I've already read, and I kid you not, I've already read it about five times over really? and over again. Yeah. Like, I just love it. Like, the whole relationship of um, Edward Wallace with his little sister mm-hmm. and all that. Did I say his name right? Edward, Edward Wallace? Wallace? Edward Cullen? No. Oh. Charles Wallace. I knew I said it wrong. <laughs> it's Charles Wallace, sorry, and his sister Meg. And, like, their relationship and all that. And, honestly, if you're a first-time reader of A Wrinkle in Time, I feel like you don't think that it's about what it's about. Can I tell you what I think this book's about? What is it about? This is what I think it's about. Okay. Is it, like, time travel? Um, it has to do a lot with, well, it's because I don't want to... You don't want to spoil Spoiler, yeah, it's... (laughs) You're the one that said this was a no-spoiler podcast. So for those of you that have never read A Wrinkle in Time, let me just tell you a little bit about it. Is it a hard read? No, it's not. It's I always a- feel like, because, okay, like, I don't know, like, there's some books that intimidate me. Uh-huh. I don't know if you understand, like, what that means. Like, I No, see, no, yeah. Like, I'll see a book and I'm like, oh, I think that book would be a little too, like, I know I'm, like, 28, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. I, I'll be like, that book's a little advanced for me. Okay, that's the other thing that I want to point out. The new version uh-huh. is thick. Yeah, like, I've seen the book. And it yeah, looks, yeah, it, and the old version is not. It's wow. not as thick as the new version. Did they just enlarge the print or something? I honestly, I don't, maybe, yeah, a little bit, but, like, that's why, like, and maybe that's why I like it as well. It's not as intimidating as this uh-huh, one. Like, okay. you look at it and you're like, ooh. You know? The Harry Potter books intimidate me. Oh, no, I love Harry Potter. Sorry. No, can't relate. That's okay. <laughs> So Meg Murray and her little brother Charles Wallace uh-huh. and their mother are having a midnight snack on a dark and stormy night when an unearthly stranger appears at their door. He claims to have been blown off course and goes on to tell them that there's such a thing as a tesseract, which, if you didn't know, is a wrinkle in time. Meg's father had been experimenting with time travel when he suddenly disappeared. Oh, so that was partially right. Mm-hmm. If you know what a tesseract is. Okay, see, you say tesseract, and uh-huh. my brain goes to Teen Titans. What? Have you ever seen Teen Titans, the show? Yeah. Raven, like, she has a spell that goes tesseract, then she knows synthos. Oh, yes, yes. That, that's all I think of. I really don't know what it means, though. Well... Read the book. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, and all that, like, I'm so thankful for these books because 
first of all, like I said, one of them I'm thankful for it because it literally opened my eyes to reading. And A Wrinkle in Time, I'm so thankful for it because I always go back to it. I, I would say that it's a comfort read. Mm -hmm. It's one of my comfort reads. Um, I have many other ones, but that one's one that I know I can go to and it's going to be like if I read it for the first time again. Twilight's my comfort read. I've read that book over like six times. See? It's, you know, it's just that warm, fuzzy feeling and when you time, see the book. Every time I read it, I get surprised all over again. See? <laughs> and I feel like it's when you watch a movie over and over again and you're like, oh my gosh, something new. I feel like when I read, I'm like, did I get that the first time? So definitely thankful. So, so thankful. I'm thankful, Ine. Are you thankful? I am thankful. You want to talk about some things we're thankful for? Of course. May I go first? Yes. I'm thankful for the following things. Okay. I'm thankful for my health. Of course. Yes, there are times when I feel down and under the weather, but as long as I have my health, I think I'll be okay. Hmm. That's nice. It sounds cheesy. <laughs> no, it's so nice. Um, definitely from being a cancer survivor, mm -hmm. um, I think that's very, something very thankful, something to be very thankful for, for sure. Ugh, my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thankful for my family. Of course. We just had a loss in the family, as I mentioned, mm -hmm. but I'm so grateful for everyone in my family. They will always be there for me and each other no matter what. Oh, I love that. Mm. No matter, I do want to fight my brother sometimes. Uh, who doesn't? Like, like fist fight. Jacob, if you're listening, I'll fist fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thankful for my friends. Okay. I may not have many of them, but the few I do have mean the world to me. Oh, that's so sweet. Everybody on my Discord channel, if you're listening to this, I'll also fight you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's her love language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also thankful for you. Oh, thank you. Without you and your guidance, I don't know how I would make it. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. One last thing. Yes. I'm so grateful for Melinda. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Melinda. Melinda's our editor, and she has to put up with us. <laughs> yeah, not to mention she brought the children to the podcast today, everybody. <laughs> and it didn't have her car, and I don't have a car. <laughs> so Melinda literally picked us up. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. She's our mom. I know. I was like, I'm coming, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thankful for, Annie? Oh, first of all, I'm very thankful for surviving. Like I said, I am a cancer survivor. Um, I'm very thankful because um, I, if you've had any type of cancer, I'm sure you know, but it's very taxing, not only physically but mind body and soul yeah it, it really is so I'm very thankful for that definitely I'm also very thankful for my two boys I have two growing boys they're so different but I love them so much I have Darian oh yes he's my teenager Rudy mm. thinks he's cool yeah <laughs> he's also taller than both of you yeah <laughs> he's a tall boy yeah and then my little sweetheart, my Blaze, he's Aww. my baby for life. Like, he's just a sweetheart so much. So I'm so thankful for my boys. Of course, I'm thankful for my husband. You know, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have all the things we have. I have a new home. That's wonderful. Yes. Um, he works very hard for us and away, which I'm sure is very taxing on him. So very appreciative for him. 
I'm also thankful for family as well. Um, but I, I want to put this into context because I feel like maybe nowadays anyone is like, oh, that's my cousin or that's my family. But mm -hmm. the way that I put down family is someone that's there for me, someone oh. that looks for me. Yeah. Because um, right now, um, I call her my sister, Sunette, but I call her that because we've been friends for, no joke, 30 years. Good Lord. Yeah. Speaking of Head Start, since Head Start. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a story for another time, but yeah. So that's family to me. Um, my boys love her. My parents literally call her daughter, Aww. like your sister, yeah. Um, so yes, I'm very thankful for family, you know, and family that's there. I mean, I know that family squabbles and stuff, and I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the family that no matter how you're feeling, what you're going through, you know that they're, they're going to be there, whether they're mad at you or whatever, if you cry out for them, they're going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And in a surprising note, I'm very thankful for you, Kelsey. Aww. Yeah. Because of you, first of all, like, you might not know this, but I had actually been wanting to do a podcast for a long time. You mentioned it. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like when you came into the picture, you know, I had my partner and, you know, Norma was like, you know what? Let's do it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, let's do this, Kelsey. So I'm very thankful for you as well. Oh, you're going to make me cry in it. I think this is going to be a tearjerker for all of us. We're just so <laughs> grateful. We're so full of things. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of thankful and thanks, I love eating and thanks. Oh, uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. It's right around the corner. Are I, you ready? I'm so ready, but. Are I you mean, like physically ready though? Like, <laughs> I'm, oh no, I'm ready to <laughs> unbutton the top of my pants and eat. I love Thanksgiving because of the food like I'm not gonna lie to you it that's what Thanksgiving to me is like food it's time to try new recipes and stuff like that and speaking of recipes I know you have some for us I and do. I am gonna say that cranberry salsa has me very intrigued so please tell me what that is <laughs> <laughs> so my this cranberry salsa is not my recipe okay this is brought to us by AgriLife Oh, as you all may know, we have an AgriLife class going on right now every every other Wednesday, basically. Yes. Next, the 29th is the last class. Oh. So, but they brought this recipe, the first class, and I tried it. Okay. And I was intrigued. All right. Tell us about it. You are going to need a 15-ounce whole can, like a, like a <laughs> whole berry can. Okay. Cranberries. Okay. Half a seeded apple. Okay. One jalapeno, one teaspoon of sugar, okay. two tablespoons of ginger chopped and peeled, okay. two tablespoons of cilantro, okay. and one tablespoon of lemon juice. In a food processor, add all the ingredients and blend until you have a salsa texture. Mm. Add to a bowl, chill, and serve. That's it. Okay. Yeah, what's up? Question. Yeah, what's up? Did she bring this to the class? She did. Oh, my gosh. What did you all eat it with? She made these, like, turkey tostadas. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I, you had, you had left. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had left, and she made, like, a turkey to tostada. Like a turkey meat? 
It was like turkey meat. It was like ground turkey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And she like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it was supposed to be turkey tacos. Uh huh. But she made a tostada and said they were like crispy tortillas with the turkey and some lettuce. Mm-hmm. And then she topped it with the salsa. Oh my gosh. And it was so good. Like I saved this recipe because I think I want to make it for Thanksgiving. Um, why is my mouth watering? Like, I don't know. Like it you would expect it to be sweet. Uh-huh. But it was like savory. It was good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, please tell me that our recipes are gonna be put up on the YouTube. Of course. And also on our Instagram page. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I need that recipe. Yes. <laughs> So my next recipe I want to talk about is Mexican homemade cheesecake. Oh, I want to hear. I want to hear. (laughs) You're going to need the following things. One can of evaporated milk. Mm -hmm. One can sweetened condensed milk. Okay. One pack of cream cheese. Okay. Three whole eggs. Oh. One tablespoon of vanilla extract. Mm -hmm. And two graham cracker pie crust. This recipe makes two cheesecakes. Oh, that's awesome. Mix all the ingredients into a blender. Okay. Pour into the crusts. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to bake it at 350 for 45 minutes. 45 only? 45 minutes. Both of them? Both of them. Together? Together. On the top rack or the bottom? M- middle rack. <gasps> I don't bake on the top rack. It doesn't bake evenly in my oven. My oven's old. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I might have to try that recipe, too. Oh, I, my gosh. I have, the recipe card will be on our Instagram. Yes! It's my mom's handwriting, though, so good luck reading that. Um. <laughs> my last recipe I want to talk about is, speaking of my mama. <laughs> Another recipe. These are my mama's sand tarts. I would like to say very, very much thank you, and thank you very much to Kelsey's mom for these recipes. Thank you, mom. <laughs> you will need two sticks alfalfurias unsalted butter. Alfalfurias. Falfurias. Falfurias. It has to be that one. It could be anyone, but the falfurias one just uh, makes it melt. Okay, got it. Two sticks of falfurias unsalted butter. One fourth cup of confectioner's sugar. Okay. Two teaspoons of vanilla. Mm-hmm. One teaspoon of water. Okay. Two cups of flour and one and a half cups of chopped pecans. All I'm going to say is I'm stealing all of these off our Instagram <laughs> You're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Mm -hmm. Cream the butter and sugar with a stand mixer or a hand mixer. I won't judge. Okay. Then add the vanilla and water. Okay. Mix well. Next, add the flour, confectioner's sugars, and pecans. Roll into horn shapes, then bake for 18 minutes. Mm. Once they're, like, cool, dust them in powdered sugar. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That's it. I really want sand tarts now. I will make sand tarts and I'll bring them. Oh, yay! <laughs> All right, give me your recipes. Okay, so I want to say that I wanted to keep mine easy mm-hmm. only because I'm the one that cooks all the sides for Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. Who does the turkey? My husband. Oh! Yes, it's been a tradition. He always makes it. He does it in different ways. I believe he wants to fry it this year, but I'm not sure. I'm scared. Have you seen the videos on TikTok? No, and I don't want to see them. (laughs) How do you call it? But yes, so I always make the sides and everything. And I know that people are like, oh, well, it's just the sides. No, it's taxing when you're making for a big family. And there's like so many sides you have to make. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I will say that one Thanksgiving or a little bit before, 
um, cranberry sauce somehow. I don't know where the story came from because I brought it up with my husband this weekend and he's like, I didn't want cranberry sauce. I don't like it. And I was like, I was like, but you told me to make it. And I swear he did. <laughs> and I remember him telling me, oh, it's real good. And then he's like, but then again, my husband has the memory of a chipmunk. So <laughs> yes, yes, Jesus, I'm talking to you. And but anyways, so this is so easy and I'm probably going to do it again because one, it's so easy and two, it tasted delicious. And and I mean, you know exactly what's going into this recipe. Completely if you're completely yeah, if you are someone that's like, I don't want to buy the can or whatever because I don't know what's in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You definitely know what's in this recipe. Let me know what's in the recipe. Yes. So for cranberry sauce, you need a 12 ounce bag of cranberries. Okay. Can I get that at HEB? Yeah. Nice. That's like literally the, the bag. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Yes. One cup of orange juice. Okay. Unexpected. Half cup of white sugar. Okay. Half cup of brown sugar. And one medium saucepan. That's it? That's it. That's it? That's it? What do you mean that's it? That's it. That's all you need. Now, let me keep telling you, this is why I love this recipe. So you're going to rinse your cranberries very well. Mm -hmm. Add to the saucepan on high heat, then add orange juice, the white sugar, and brown sugar. Stir together and boil. Turn the heat down to medium heat. Continue stirring every five minutes. And then you're going to see like a little white foam mm -hmm. form. You're going to scoop up as much as you can of the white foam. It's going to be like making a jelly, actually. Okay, I've made jam before. Okay, right? yeah, it's going to be like that. So you discard the white foam. Once it's jelly-like consistency, turn off the heat and let it cool for a bit. Then transfer to a dish or bowl and let cool. It can also be refrigerated depending on how cold you like it. Okay. And that's it. That's it? That's it. Sounds delicious. Yes, and it's easy. So, like, the sugars, like, make, like, a jelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Science. Yes. <sighs> and the next thing I have is something that I love to eat is pistachio salad. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. So, for that one, all you need is a half bag of marshmallows, mm -hmm. a box of pistachio pudding, one can of crushed pineapple, and one big cool whip tub thingy. Is that it? That's it. That's it? That's it. And honestly, you just mix it all together there. I want some. And that's it. Can I come over for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so you just mix the one box of pudding with the cool whip. Uh-huh. You add the crushed pineapple. And then you add your half bag of marshmallows. Do you do nuts in it? Yes. Okay, I can't eat nuts. Yes, that's why I did it without nuts. <laughs> but you can, I was about to intercede. I'm sorry. You can add pecans. I love adding pecans to it. It's I like so walnuts. Walnuts? Yeah. Isn't that what you're allergic to? I'm allergic to almonds. Oh, almonds. Okay. And well, whatever nut you like, you can add to this. Okay. Walnuts mm -hmm. are nice. I will cough a little bit with them, but like it's not like life or death situation. <laughs> <laughs> no EpiPens involved. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any. They're too expensive. <laughs> And I'd like to add that nobody was hurt in the making of these recipes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my next one is just fruit salad. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> Wasn't that from the Wiggles? <laughs> yes, right. Oh, my gosh. I remember them. Have you heard? Oh, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm. But have you heard of the edit with corn, the band? No. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. And then, like, the, guy, the heavy metal singer comes in. He's like, I did all time. And I want out. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, I have not heard it. I'll send it to you 
you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so for this one, again, super easy. You need one big Cool Whip container. Okay. Fruits of your choice. I usually add bananas, apples, mandarins. Because I love mandarins. Yes. And then one can of cocktails, like the cocktail the fruit mix. Fruit yeah. Cocktail. Okay. Yeah, yeah the yeah, fruit yeah. cocktail. And you just drain the syrup. You add a half a cup of chopped pecans. Mm -hmm. And this is optional, but I do like peaches, so I add peaches in there. You can just put whatever you want. It's a salad. Yeah, it's a fruit salad. Like, literally, any of your favorite can go in this. That sounds amazing. Yes. And just FYI, if you are using tartar, uh, tart tartar uh, fruits, oh. uh, put a little bit of condensed milk. Oh. oh, my God, you guys. It makes such the difference. I was like, tartar? Like tartar sauce? No. Tartar. Like tart. Yes, tart. Okay. Like the pucker lips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so <sighs> Thank you so much for sharing that. These are also going to be on our Instagram, right? Yes, and our YouTube. Yay. Yay. So should we move on to our national days, Any? I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Can we possibly put this in our recap? Okay. Like our monthly recap. I think this is also on YouTube, everybody. So monthly, we put what we've done for the month. I think this would be something cool to put. Yeah, sure. I can also take a selfie of us later and post it in the video. Oh, yay. Okay. There's a selfie mirror right there. Yay. <laughs> With our recipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. All righty. All right. Can I talk about my national day? Of course you can. So... My national day today mm -hmm. is I Love to Write Day. Ooh. It is every year on November 15th. Guess what today is? November 15th. Happy I Love to Write Day. Yay! According to ilovetowritedate.com, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Love to Write Day was founded in 2002 by John Riddle. That sounds like a fake name. It sounds like a Harry Potter name. Like Tom Riddle? Yeah. <laughs> a Delaware author, ghost writer... Mm. Freelancer and donut eater. Ooh. That's the way the website described him. He sounds like my kind of guy. Ways you can celebrate the holiday are write a story, mm. let your imagination run wild, and write a story about anything you would like. Ooh. You can also start a blog. Mm. Start a blog about anything that you are passionate about and share it with the world. Ooh. You can also write a poem, mm. express yourself through poetry. Write a poem about love, nature, friendship, life, loss, or whatever else you are feeling. Aww. And lastly, you can also start to journal. I love journaling. Take some time to journal about your day and reflect on life. Writing down your thoughts can be very therapeutic and can help you process your emotions. Yeah, it really does. I am going to give you guys a little fun fact about me. I literally journal every day except for maybe weekends. But throughout the whole weekday, I journal in my calendar yeah yeah i just like it i've been doing it since i could write i used to write a lot when i was a kid like i would write short stories mm -hmm. but as i got older i found like less and less time to do that mm -hmm. so maybe i should just try to make more time yeah i mean uh writing is definitely an outlet that i love mm -hmm. and doodling i love to draw i love to doodle i just doodle i have sketchbooks and sketchbooks you've mm -hmm. seen them and um honestly it is an outlet and also it's just a way to, like, mind dump. Have you ever heard that saying? Yeah. 
So it's a way to clear your mind. So like if you had a lot of things going on throughout your day, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, just or in early morning on your own by yourself, just mind dump everything. And I don't know why, but it, it, it literally helps your mind just like clear out. Yeah. Maybe I need that. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So is it my turn? It's your turn. Yay. Okay. So today is Steve Irwin Day. <gasps> Yes, crikey. The crocodile hunter. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Talking about showing my age, I <laughs> loved him. He was like a staple in my childhood. I remember so many things about him. There was this... <laughs> do you remember that uh, Gabriel Iglesias joke? Where he, talked about, he talked about Steve Warren, and he was like, look at that anaconda. I'm going to go touch it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. That actually is him. Yeah. <laughs> So, just to tell you, this man lived a very fascinating life. It was really hard for me to bullet point him into just five things. Okay. So, if you want to know more about him, I mean, by all means, I just Googled him. I did find, um, like, his Zeus page, which okay. I am going to talk about in a little bit. And there, since he was a child. He's been doing stuff? Yeah, was doing stuff. Yeah, like so much stuff. So I suggest that if you guys are interested in him, it doesn't have to be his day. Like, go. Like his life was whoa. I didn't even know half of the things that I found out. I just know the basics. Well, let's see if you know these. Okay. Okay. So number one, Steve Irwin grew up in a zoo. He grew up in a zoo. Yep. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Stephen. Robert Irwin was born on the 22nd of February, 1962, in Upper Ferntree Gully, a suburb of Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. You know what? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's where his crikey. <laughs> and guess what? This is so cute. Steve met his wife at a zoo. Oh, that that's so cute. Yeah. I love the zoo. Aww. In 1991, an American nat naturalist from Eugene, Oregon, visited Steve's zoo. Okay. Okay. Her name was Terry Rains. <gasps> when the two met, it was love at first sight. Terry was fascinated by Steve's huge heart. He was like an environmental hero to her. How I got goosebumps. I know, it's so cute. Aww. Being a zoo lover and seeing the animals and stuff, like... Like, imagine seeing going to the zoo and then you see a guy, like, with the alligators and you're like, mm, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Him. <laughs> he was a good father. Terry and Steve had two children. Their daughter, Bindi Sue Irwin, was born on the 24th of July, 1998. Mm -hmm. And their son... Robert Clarence Irwin was born on the 1st of December, 2003. He is such a dreamboat. I follow him on TikTok. I, I honestly, him and his sister, they're so pretty. Like, they're pretty people. Yeah, they are. Definitely good genes, for sure. They, but I love how... They're so involved with, like, the environment, yes. and it's so nice. Not only that, like, I mean, I don't know them in person, obviously, but they have such genuine, like, caritas. Like, their, <laughs> their faces are, like, so genuine. I don't know. I just love seeing their faces. <laughs> this is another thing. He discovered a new turtle species. What do you mean? 
mean? Yes. Yes. The turtle species is a freshwater snapping turtle that was discovered by Steve and his father in 1990. Where? It lives in the broken Bowen River system that flows only 25 kilometers in central Queensland, Australia. Huh. It's named after Steve Irwin, bearing the scientific name of Elsea Irwini, <laughs> which translates to Irwin's turtle. Mm-hmm. I love that. It has a yellow and white head that differ- differentiates, sorry everybody, That's okay. it from the murky green brown and most freshwater turtles. And it breathes through its bottom. Not me Googling. It breathes. Yes. <laughs> it does. It does. It really does, everybody. I want to look. Oh, hold on. I'm so sorry. I want to find out what this turtle looks like. Yeah, no. Go ahead, please, by all means. I don't have Wi-Fi in well, here. Well, while you're doing that, well, I'll show it to you later. And you'll see. It's like the cutest little thing. It has like a little naricita that's pink. So cute. It's pink? The nose, yes. Darn, I don't have Wi-Fi. And there is also an air-breathing land snail species named after Steve as well. It's called Crikey Steve Orweenie. You're lying. Yes. You're lying. Was named after him in 2009. Yes. You're lying. It's not named Crikey. Yes. Crikey Steve Orweenie was named after him in 2009. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I'm telling you, there were so many things that I found out. It was so hard to just pick like five fun facts. So for the last fact, of course, we're going to talk about Steve Irwin Day, which is today on the 15th. Happy Steve Irwin Day. Thank you. Now, I know you guys are going to be hearing this on Friday, but right now, where me and Kelsey are looking at each other, it's the 15th. <laughs> so, Steve Irwin Day is an animal event, an annual, I'm so sorry, I don't know why I said that. That's okay. <laughs> an annual event on the 15th of November. Honoring the life and legacy of Steve. Events that take place include people raising money for wildlife warriors to help continue Irwin's conservation work. He did a lot of conservation work. That was his life mission. A lot, yeah, it was. Employees at the Australia Zoo wear khaki uniforms in Irwin's memory. Aww. Yes. And... For Steve Irwin Day, Steve was inducted in 2009 into the Queensland Business Leaders Hall of Fame, honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You're lying. Yes. A memorial and more honors and awards. Yes. He has a star on the Walk of Fame? Yes, he does. I don't know. I've been to Hollywood. You got to look for him if you go again. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing I would like to say that I think is a little sad about this is that it happened after. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm telling you, you guys, this is a person, if you're the kind of person that likes to read biographies or likes to read about people, he is one of those. Like, there was so much information, so much information. That's good information. Thank you, Renaud. Speaking of information, would you like to talk about our calendar of events? I would. Okay. So during November, we don't have that much going on. 
Okay. But we do have the Fall Into Reading Beanstack Challenge. Ooh, so fun, everybody. It's an online challenge. Also, on November 21st, mm-hmm. we have November Storytime. Ooh. It's going to be at 2 p.m. at the RGC Public Library. Nice. Excited about that. It's going to be about corn. Corn? Corn. Corn. I did my tongue and I want out. Oh, well, I was thinking about corn. It's a big lump of knobs. It has the juice. It has the juice. <laughs> See, you went to cute. I went to heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure people wouldn't know. Like, when they look at us, they'd probably think the other way around. But, you know. <laughs> and now that we talked about our calendar of events, I would like to talk about our programs. Let me know what's going on. Tell me. <laughs> So every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., we have ESL classes open to the public. Very nice. Yes. And for our Spanish speakers, of course, las clases de ESL se llevarán al cabo de la Biblioteca Pública de la Ciudad de Rio Grande. Y cada martes y jueves de las 9 a las 11. Yes. And, of course, for this month of November, on Wednesdays we are partnering up with AgriLife to bring you healthy recipes. That's where I got the cranberry salsa recipe. Yes, but again, our last day is... November 29th. Yes. And remember, if you have any questions regarding our programs, do call us at 956-487-4389. And again, one more time for our Spanish speaker. Sorry, I know I cut off your... <gasps> That's okay, I was just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Y recuerdo, si tienes alguna pregunta sobre nuestros programas, llámanos al 956-487-4389. You're so good at Spanish. I try because honestly, it takes work sometimes. I'm trying. (laughs) I get tongue-tied sometimes. I get tongue-tied in English. (laughs) Well, I mean. Can I talk about the book of the week in it? Of course. So our book of the week. The way we choose the book of the week, did we ever explain this? I don't think so, honestly. We might have done it the first time. Okay, well. But let me let me refresh y'all's mind. Yes. The way we choose our book of the week is on our website, there is an algorithm that chooses which book is like the most checked out. Mm-hmm. And we base off our book of the week on that. Yes. And this week, we have The Dark Secret by Twee T. Sutherland. Tweety. Twee T-U-I? Oh, okay. And then Tweet. T? Oh, okay. And then Sutherland. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought like Tweety, like... No, I thought I saw a pooty cat. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, like, what does it say? Let me see. Let me see. Let I'm me passing see. her my notes. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Tweet? Tweet? T. And then T, it's dot. like a middle name. Yeah, dot. Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, you said it. All right, cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Secret by Tweet. Sutherland. Mm-hmm. When Starflight, one of the dragonets of destiny, is kidnapped, kidnapped by the Nightwings, he finds that the kingdom of his birth is a miserable place, full of terrible secrets, and that, with his fellow dragonets too far away for help, the fate of the two kingdoms rests in his talons alone. 
Oh, this sounds so interesting. It does. I, I love Game of Thrones, and I just like dragons right now. I know. Not to mention that sounds like dragons or kings right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. This book is located in our juvenile fiction section and is AR testable. Ooh. It's got, like, high points, too. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. A- our AR readers. Sounds good. And now that we've gone through our book of the week, I would like to talk about our staff picks. What is your staff pick this week? Okay. Let me know. Just tell me. Oh, give it to me. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the <laughs> Galaxy. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that have seen the movie. Yeah. Okay. The book is so much more detailed. Don't get me wrong. I love the movie. I literally fall asleep to it. Like, it's so comforting to me. Uh-huh. Yes. And that's because it's like a comedy thing. It's like an older movie, though, right? There's an older one and a new version. There's a new version? Yes. Okay, so the one I'm thinking of is like... The black and white one. Like the older one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There's a new version. Is Tim Allen in that whole thing? No. Who's in that movie? Uh, oh, what are their names? We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I always thought it was Tim Allen. No. It's not Tim Allen? No. No. This is... <laughs> no. Like, no. No. Tim Allen comes out in my favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> but, um, so... There is so much more detail here and even more characters than the movie, than the newer version. For oh, sure. okay. Yeah. But let me tell you guys a little bit. This book is so fun. It definitely gives you a laugh. It's, it's so funny. Let me tell you. So, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adam is an ordinary, it's an ordinary Thursday morning for Arthur Dent until his house gets demolished. Oh, no. The earth follows shortly after his house. I'm sorry, what? Yep. <laughs> to make way for a new hyperspace express route. It's like a highway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the sky, in the in space world. Mm-hmm. And Arthur's best friend has just announced that he's an alien. Oh. Yep. After that, things got much, much worse. With just a towel, a small yellow fish in his ear, (laughs) and a book, Arthur must navigate through the very hostile universe in the company of a gang of uh, unreliable aliens. I need you to explain the fish in his ear. (laughs) I will. (laughs) Luckily, the fish is quite good at languages. And the book is A Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Is the fish his little translator? Which helpfully has the words do not panic inscribed in large friendly letters on the cover. (laughs) So, the Douglas Adams mega selling pop culture classic sends logic into orbit, plays havoc with both time and physics, offers up commentary on such things as ballpoint pens potted plants, and digital watches, and most importantly, reveals the ultimate answer to the universe. Now, if only they could figure out the question. I could hear you giggling the whole time. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) My mind can't get past the fish translator. Oh my gosh, you guys, and if you watch the new version of the movie... Okay, 
first of all, totally enjoyable, so funny. But you'll see the fish. <laughs> and it explains how it works and everything. So, I mean, guys, please read the book for the detail and then watch the movie for the fun. Okay. Like, literally. It is so fun. It's so awesome. Absolutely love it. And it is available on our Libby app. As an audio, <gasps> even better, and an ebook. Oh, how nice! Yes, so please, please. Also, you can always just call us and we'll let you know how it's available. <sighs> <sighs> and speaking of what we think of books and little yellow fishes, let's do our book reviews. I haven't done my start pick. Oh my god, why am I always doing that to you? You're always skipping me. <laughs> why? That's okay. And it literally says Kelsey right there. That's okay, Annie. You guys, this is like the second time I do that to her. I don't know why. <laughs> it's okay. I think my mind wanders. I think you should start going first and then... Okay, we can do that. Yeah, only because, you guys, I think I get so excited because these are books that like I legit <laughs> like and I forget Kelsey's in the room. <laughs> Until she goes in and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> that one. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So my staff pick this week is a book called Grass. I'm sorry. Come again. Grass. G-R-A-S-S. Like sacate. Is that how you say grass in Spanish? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> grass is a powerful anti-war graphic novel okay. telling the life of a Korean girl named Oksan Lee who was forced into captivity by the Japanese Imperial Army during the Second World War. Oh, my. A, dis a disputed chapter in the 20th century Asian history. Oh. Your book was all funny, and here's mine all sad. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning in Lee's childhood, Grass shows the lead-up to the war from a child's vulnerable perspective, detailing how one experienced the Japanese occupation and the widespread suffering and entailed uh, widespread suffering it entailed for ordinary people. Oh my goodness. Kim Suk, Gendry Kim, emphasizes Lee's strength in overcoming the many forms of adversity she experienced. Grass is painted in a black ink that flows with lavish details of the beautiful fields and farmlands of Korea and uses heavy brushwork. Like, have you seen the traditional, like, Asian artwork that's like the heavy brush strokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. It's oh. beautiful. It has very somber interiors and it just like emphasizes her memories. Oh. This book was a hard read. Okay. It was emotional and gritty and it made me feel things and I don't like to feel. Oh my God. It's a good read. However, yeah. I, I, I did have to give it to Lizzie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh my god. It's a good book. It's it was very emotional and gritty and like it made me cry. Mm -hmm. It was so good. You should I, I actually like believe it or not, I love books that bring out emotion, whether it's happy, sad, because I feel like I I always say this and I'm never gonna get tired of saying it, but there's nothing more imaginative than my mind. That's fair. That's why I like reading books. I just don't like being sad. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I totally <laughs> get it. But, like, I feel like our mind ourselves, mm -hmm. even if it's a graphic novel, yeah. our mind will emphasize feeling. Yeah. And I, I love books that do that. I'm a big graphic novel person. <laughs> I know. Now, can we go on to book reviews? 
Yes, we can. And I'm going to let you go first because okay. I skipped you. That's okay. I have two. Can you hear it? Yes, I we hear have them. All right. So the first one I have is Anonymous. Oh. The book title is 100 Cookies. Oh. Author Kiefer? Kiefer? Kiefer. Kiefer? Kiefer? Kiefer. Yeah, sure. It has four out of five stars. Oh. In your words, what was this book about? How to make 100 cookies and the stuff you need for them and how much you need. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a cookbook. <laughs> what did you think of the book? It was good and let me learn about cookies. Oh. That's adorable. I love Very cookies. Very cute. So do I. Especially to eat them. <laughs> My next book review. One more. Okay. Here we go. It's from Brooke Garza. Ooh. Title, Shadows. Ooh. There's no author on the paper. Oh, okay. It has five out of five stars. Ooh. In your words, what was this book about? She said it was about shadows. Yeah, I believe it. What did you think of the book? I think it was really cool. Ooh. All right, Brooke, I'm going to take your word on that. Yes, and remember, guys, if you do put in a book review... You can be heard on our podcast. Yes. Now my turn. Give me your reviews. I'm ready. <laughs> ASMR, ASMR. Oh, that was naughty. <laughs> All right. So let's start with Genesis. Ooh. And, ooh, she wrote about one of our books that was on top for a long time. Is it Lucky Penny? Yes. <laughs> Lucky Penny. <laughs> That book haunts us. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars would you give this book? Five out of five. Oh. And that's it. That, that, that's all she gave us? Yep. Thank you, Garza. Uh, what's, her last, what's her name? Genesis? Genesis. Thank you, Genesis. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, that's pretty... She liked it. She liked it. Five yeah. out of five. Good job. Yeah. Maybe she had nothing more to say. Yeah, that's it. It's just good. That's what she's trying to say. Yeah. This one is by Anonymous. Oh. And the book is Speak. The graphic novel. Oh. Mm-hmm. By Laurie Hulse Anderson and Emily Carroll. Oh. Mm-hmm. So out of five stars, they gave four stars. Okay. Mm-hmm. In your words, what was this book about? A young girl surviving high school. Can you see? Uh, uh, after? Ah, oh, yes. After a traumatic event. I'm so sorry, everybody. That's okay. Yes. So it's about a young girl surviving high school after a traumatic event. Okay. What did you think of the book? I enjoyed this book, but I found it slow paced. Oh, okay. Very honest. Very honest. All right. I guess, um, I mean, I've read this one. Mm-hmm. And Do you it's, think it's slow paced? I didn't think it was slow paced, mm-hmm. but I will say that this is for our at least young adults. Young adults. It's definitely... Yeah. It's one of those books we had to move from the section. Yes, definitely. Um, but it is um, a very... It's... it's. I, I, I mean, it gets you there. It's yeah. going to make you... I remember the movie with Christian Stewart. I, I've never seen the movie. I'm if not ne- going to lie. They showed me that movie in health class. What? Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know if that's a movie. Just... I was in middle school. In middle school? In middle school. Like, not even high school? No, man. OMG. <laughs> okay. 
But again, thank you everyone who turns in book reviews. Remember, you could be heard on the podcast. This is open to any ages. We're so grateful for you guys. Yes, we're so thankful too. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately, Aww. we have to say goodbye. I don't want to. I don't. Boo-hoo. I know. But we would like to thank everyone who tuned in today. It means the world to us. But we would like to send you off with this quote. I'm fueled by happy thoughts, good books, and coffee. That's so me. Bye, unknown. Thank you for listening. Until next time. This is Cover to Cover. podcast is an initiative of the City of Rio Grande City and the Rio Grande City EDC. If you would like to know more about certain topics pertaining to the municipality or have an idea for an upcoming podcast, email mgomez at rgcedc.com or brubio at cityofrgc.com. RGC Podcast.